Five years ago, Stephen King and George Romero, two masters of the macabre, created their hallmark of horror, Creepshow. Many would argue that nothing of significance has happened since. Until now. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am one of two hosts. My name is Santos Medrano. And as always, I am joined by... Freddy Morales, como están todos? Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome to the show. <clears throat> welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to... <laughs> yes, we're glad you guys are wow. back. We have, we, we've been gone a little bit. Uh, I got sick. <laughs> so, yeah. So The Corona? Yeah, no, hey, I tasted negative, so I'm good. Oh, that's good, bro. Yeah, good. the day I called out of work, I was already scheduled to go take a test. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go drive by real quick. Yeah, no line, no nada, dude. You just had to do it yourself. Next day my in the morning, I get the notification, negative. I was like, wow. Right. But it's just a normal, regular. Yeah, it's just a regular sickness. <laughs> just yeah. regular mocos just coming out yeah. of your nose. Um, uh, I, 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 I wasn't down with the sickness. <laughs> Hey, I'm glad. I'm glad. I was worried, man, because, you know, there's a bunch of all these other strains, the UK strange, the African strange. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the African strain. I know you're all the strange. What is it? The strange. You, you got too much Jim Morrison in you. I know strange. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I was, um, yeah, I was just thinking about all that stuff. You know, it's like the vaccines. Everybody's now getting vaccinated, and some are yes, some are no. You know, LA LA is crazy, bro. This weekend, like today, today Sunday, and by the way, today marks one year of me having my last show today. Oh, really? That was this like day. your last live show that you? Yeah, yeah, Holy it was crap, my last bro. day. So I was like, wow, one year anniversary of. Of my last show with Devotional Depression Book Experience. And that was at the slide bar. And that was coming back from my Mexico tour. And okay. then I came back and then they said, Hey, we're gonna do another show. No, you're not. <laughs> get your ass, get your ass at your house and put a mask on. Oh shit. And then they're like, that's it. So terminó. Terminó ya se acabó devotional todo. Se acabó, se paró todo. <laughs> everything stopped bro yeah i was hey well your one year anniversary is coming up dude yeah on that on what? april april 2nd is the first time you came on 88 miles per hour podcast look at that i got so two you, anniversaries so you got <laughs> yeah you got one coming up <laughs> well i got three anniversaries i got i got that one coming up the anniversary of this and then i got well the anniversary of my birthday was well, anniversary it's my birthday but Yes. All this, all this. Yes. Yes. Zippy is going to be singing my mañana. Yeah, there you go. 
I mean, I don't Hola, know why. Dude. ¿Cómo están? Aquí estamos aquí en Eighty per hour. <laughs> there is, dude. There is a song. The song that he does. I here. May, all right, look. You know what? We're gonna talk about this guy because for those of you who don't know, we posted about it, and our audience probably don't know who he is. So we're gonna talk about. It, but real quick, the the song is called Sepin La Fiera de Sepin. I don't know. Let's see if you can hear it. Can you hear that? Yes. Yes. I'm, very. I'm already <laughs> dancing, dude. I'm in good watch, mood. I've been watching that video <laughs> a lot. I don't know why, dude. He's just, just like all chill and the like colorful suit, just dancing and having a good old time, dude. And um, so, all right. So we posted about it. Who is Sepin? Sepin is a famous Mexican clown that I grew up uh, watching. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty much his real name is Ricardo Gonzalez Gutierrez, mm-hmm. known as Sepin, a Mexican clown and a TV host. Now, this guy, <laughs> the way- I, I just love how you said that he is a clown. <laughs> Mexican clown. He's a payaso. And uh, but he was a dentist. This is how it, he created this this payaso. He was a dentist and uh for children. And the children would be all afraid of it. Who's a, not afraid of a dentist? Everybody's afraid of a dentist. So he wanted to kind of create, you know, something to make the kids relax when they would go in and get their teeth checked. So he That's became cool. and Sepin, and then from there, you know, things just started falling into his lap, you know, and he did a show, and and then he just became the biggest payaso known as Sepin, and he yeah. passed away. Uh, he was like seventy something, right? Like he was already yeah. in the seventies. Yeah, he was diagnosed with uh, cancer, of course. You know, damn cancer, just kick your ass, and then of course, I don't know if he also COVID related, which probably was. Because, you know, anybody who's got some kind of disease, the COVID just attacks you. So, but uh, he had a beautiful relationship with his father. I mean, with his uh, with his son, who is now going to probably carry the torch for Sippy. Oh, you know? is he that other clown? Like, he's like a chubby clown, right? Is that him? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, son, okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, like, like I said, like I was going down and like checking <laughs> out who this guy was. Because the main thing about Sippy is that because my wife is, the, is also the one that like would me- message me about it that day and just filling me in and and i was just like oh crap because like one of the things that i mean we posted about it but in like it's one of those like like kind of like rumors and stuff that like has been said where like joaquin phoenix for his joker movie was inspired by Sepin, like his his. Oh family. really? Yeah, and 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 it, it's like I was like, what the? Are you, are you fucking serious? I'm like, dude, go get me details. Find all the details you can about that. I need to post about this. And yeah, she did. Like, and what's funny because there's the the image I posted. It's called Seppi Joker. He he did half the Joker and half you know Sepin. And oh, wow. when people would ask him. He'd be like, he would humor them and he'd be like, oh yeah, we're working on, on a, a, a Joker version movie, but about me, Sepin, you know, Sepi Joker. And he would, you know, 
tease and joke, but he was in on the joke, but he was, he was told that supposedly Joaquin Phoenix yeah, was inspired by his clown. So he played along with it. And I was just like, that's fucking badass. that if that's true, that even Joaquin Phoenix knew who this guy was like, oh, yeah. so, so that's pretty freaking badass, dude. And it's like, you know, to me, it's like, there's, there's certain things like, like, you know who Topo Gijo is? Yeah, of course. Yeah. We didn't grow up with Topoyillo. I mean, I... <laughs> is it Topoyillo? Yeah, yeah. Top, yeah it's a, he's a little mouse. Yeah, if you're wondering, guys, it's like this little... He looks like a... I mean, I guess he is a puppet, but he, he has legs and stuff, and he's a little cute-ass mouse. And when I was a little kid, dude, like three, four, five, every birthday, my mom would play this Topoyillo like record of him singing happy birthday and i love the vi- like the you could probably find it online i don't know how to spell his name but yeah and it's just this cute little ass mouse that does little funny kicks like when he's dancing <laughs> yeah he's a funny guy he's a famous uh i actually got to work on the company that uh, was ownership of the Topoio dvds are you serious and that's cool i had i was putting i had to put english subtitles to it because there were you know, shipping these to the American market. And they're yeah. like, hey, I don't understand what this little cute mouse is saying. I want to, and he would sing songs and that. So yeah, he's, you know. Well, he, I know he, like back in like, I think the 70s, maybe 80s, he did have some crossover. Um, oh yeah. I remember like shows would make mention of him like back in the day, like in the 80s and shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he had like crossover success. So I mean, hell, it's like, it's, it's, it's cool to see that type of stuff happen, you know? It's incredible. Well, you, I mean, growing up, Topoyo was, and I think he was Argentinian, dude. He was like an Argentinian uh, mouse. Yeah. Argentina. And uh, yeah, so, you know, Argentina had Topoyo and the Mexicans had Cepillin. <laughs> yeah, you look. Know? Oh, yeah. And uh, and then the it, American. It, it was on Italian television, so he's Italian. Oh, he's a, oh yeah, wow, Italian. But I guess um I'm reading right here. Like, see, he was even featured on the Ed Sullivan show in the United States. So yeah, oh, he was huge. I yes. knew he did have crossover <clears throat> success. Yeah, yeah, he was popular, dude. He was all over the world. That's oh, yeah. why you we know like about him because he's everywhere throughout every country. Look, El Salvador, Colombia, Costa Rica. Oh, yeah, Mexico right here, even Japan, Ecuador, yeah. like Por- Puerto Rico, like Spain, like dude, this thing was like like the little puppet was like yeah. had massive worldwide success. And, and then he wanted, and then and then he wanted to have more success, and he went into the the porn industry, and it just didn't work out. That way. <laughs> Are you serious? The Poya Triple X. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you're oh, joking man. or not, but I want to look that up. Hey, you never know, dude. There's, you just never know. I gotta uh, what? I gotta uh, up my game now. Triple. God damn it! What? There's something called. Have you ever heard of the term? I think it's hold on. Rule thirty four, I believe. Is it? <clears throat> is it called that? I have uh, no idea. Yes. Okay. So you've never heard of the term rule thirty four, have you? Rule thirty four. Should it's gonna be embarrassing not to say I didn't? No, it's actually probably good that you don't know what it is. Okay, no, I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right, here's what rule 34. Uh, rule 34, I'll just read what the definition is here. Rule 34 is an internet maxim which asserts that internet pornography exists concerning every conceivable topic. So basically, if it exists, it's porn. So chances are Topo Yuyo, they probably have a porn because of that's course. what it is. Rule 34, especially with animation, doesn't matter what cartoon show it is. <laughs> if it exists, it's porn. And that's what Rule 34 is. So chances are there is probably some random Topo Yuyo <laughs> crap. Exactly. <out> <laughs> topo Yuyo horneado. El horneado Topo Yuyo. Get it. <laughs> On, in Pornhub. <laughs> it's like oh it's like the, the 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 woman she's like are you here to sing me my cumpleaños and then the little grown-up rat now he's like yeah I, estoy con uh, I know he doesn't have that he doesn't have that sweet voice anymore no, he's grown he's up he's like now. yeah he's like aquí estoy para darte el sexo <laughs> Dame. tienes el cando porque ¿Tienes? tengo uno para ti <laughs> tengo uno para ti y por favor prende los candles <laughs> no, 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 no. Is there that song? He's gonna. Y por favor, pon the pesh mode, the strip. Yeah. I want to make love to you doing strip. Oh man! Oh man! We just butchered Topuillo. Oh, I feel bad. Every, every we Sorry, Sepin. Sepin. Yeah. You know what Sepin was? Sepin was like. I know what craziness Sepin never got into, like a mess, like. With those kind of problems, he, he stayed very... wholesome his whole life. Yes, huh? He did, but he did have a run-in with Raúl Velasco. Raúl Velasco Who's was that? like the godfather of Mexico in the entertainment business. And dude, I've read so much stuff about Raúl Velasco. Yeah. Uh, he's like the Ed Sullivan of Mexico, but the show is huge. He made every everyone who went through that sh show was became a megastar. But that guy was an asshole, dude. And he had a he got in a fight with Sipin, and then he just fired Sipin. He said, Sipin, he was like, Oh, that's it, you're out of here. So Sipin was like, forget this guy. So he went on and he did his own thing. He didn't let Raul Velasco stop him from doing his dream. Yeah. Because you know, it's funny because I saw that show Siempre en Domingo, always on Sunday. Siempre en Domingo. And it was a show that you saw every, you know, like let's just say all the stars of Mexico. And international stars. So it was just like, it's mind-blowing for me to read now that Raul Velasco is just a complete asshole. Just, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't even, you know, made a uh, documentary about that guy. Right? Why, why, why isn't it? You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some research. But um, it's interesting because like Luis Miguel, Menudo, I mean, all the stars today, Vicente Fernandez, Cepillín. I mean, look, all those guys are now passing because they're up in their 70s and 80s. Yeah. All that generation went through that that uh, show. And uh, it was the biggest the biggest show in Mexico. And uh, it's quite an interesting story. You know, Televisa was like uh, the show provider for that. But um, when... Descansan pasepin. Muchas gracias. <laughs> oh, man, that, that's freaking crazy. Like... Because he was like a Mr. Rogers where never had any form of like... Exactly. He wasn't even... Yeah, you never heard Mr. Rogers getting in, himself in a mess. You know. Yeah, like, and it's crazy because here you see... Oh, it's too oh. much to read. I may, I Maybe mm. I should have done some research. 
But basically, it's interesting because I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter. He did it to Sepin. He did it to everyone. He just wanted to own everyone. He was like, "Hey, I'm the. I'll make you a big star if you disrespect me. You're out of here. You're never going to become famous." Yeah. It's like, get the hell out of here. You're not God. Get the hell. So it's interesting, man. This and this guy, you see him, Raúl Velasco, and he seems like a normal you know, very inspired by the Mexican culture, a Mexican artist and the whole, you know, just this, and this was in the eighties. So yeah. Yeah. Raul Velasco, híjole, que vergüenza, que vergüenza contigo. Yeah. The hell with that guy, man. <laughs> Sepin just seemed like a cool guy. I mean, he seemed happy. God, ba- you want you check him out. He's on YouTube. Sepin, he's all dancing, singing songs. Always, like, always happy. Even yeah, then, even even his last days, there's a video where you can find Sepin, and he's in it's pretty much his deathbed, and he's you know still singing. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry that you guys have to see me like this, but I'm here. And he looked jacked up, like he just looked really bad. But mm-hmm. his spirit, he had was, cancer, right? He died of cancer. Yeah, yeah, cancer. Yeah, cancer. Cancer just killed you. I mean, my father died of cancer, so it's a very tough illness to to fight. And even when the, when the battle in the end is, is just brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like from here, like, mm-hmm. let me see, I'm, I'm clicking the videos and the most recent up post was two weeks ago. And there's like, I, I, I was looking at the videos. It's like a chubby guy that, um, and I'm assuming that must be his son who also kind of does the similar stepping clown look where it's like, it's like a black beard with the white lips. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, then you also have uh, two months ago, like a live performance of that song that I played earlier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but you could just tell like, oh man, like you could see all of it when even with the makeup, you could see like the the whole. They, yeah. w- why is that? 70s always went with the hobo look. You know, it's that when it came to clowns, they always yeah. had that like, like as if they painted a beard. Uh, right. Like a, so is even in cartoons, they always had the beard with the hobo look. You yeah, know, like you see the 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 fat clown with his like right stick and bag of 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 goodies. Yeah. Or it's basically his belongings, and he and he's like a sad hobo clown. Like yeah. for some reason, the seventies and sixties clowns were always hobos. <laughs> That's right. Clowns always looked like they were just and their their last run of uh, their life, like their last. That have I just have one quarter in my pocket, and you know he's a trying to entertain to make a living like- i remember at work me and my buddy came up with all these ideas for because we were bored dude we were like bored and we started thinking of clown suicides what of course people are going you guys were bored didn't you guys have your cell did you guys have a cell no they didn't have any cells back then so well it, it, we did have cell phones but we couldn't have our cell phones on us because we had to be working so to pass the time oh we started thinking this out because clown suicides yeah because, because... suicido de payasos that's a bit that's a good show Hola, hoy en suicido del payaso <laughs> because <laughs> What? Because we saw, uh, I think it may have been Robot Chicken, where we saw a skit where a clown is parachuting, right? <laughs> he parachutes, and he's in the air, falling, free-falling, right? And then he pulls the cord, and and he pulls it, and the thing doesn't work, so he just goes, happy birthday, Billy. And then it cuts, because he's basically going to oh, wish the cat- man. there's another one where the clown makes a balloon animal rope puts it over the banister and hangs himself (laughs) 
so we started thinking of all these ideas of clowns committing suicide but being sad (laughs) and like having the clown makeup and everything but drawing it sad and then just i don't know why dude we were morbid i know suicide is not funny but i'm just talking about a story from years ago me and my coworker just trying to pass the time and we thought clowns (laughs) killing themselves in the most clownish way Equally, the way the mind works, Jesus Christ. Like we picked, we drew, I literally drew a clown sitting in a tub holding a toaster above him. He has the clown makeup. And at the end, what his his feet are sticking out, but they're the clown shoes. <laughs> sticking out of the water. And he saw it over. I don't oh know why he did that. God, <laughs> wow. You should I'm make terrible. a painting of that. You should make it. You know what? I actually belong. In I shoes. did. I don't know what happened to it. Though. You got to find it, dude. You got to find it. And wow. I actually joined this group on Facebook called Weird Art. And yeah. dude, I've seen some crazy weird art with stuff like that. Like mm. what you just mentioned. People are drawing stuff like that and saying, look at my art. It's like, wow. Yeah, well, I guess suicide could be an art, I guess. I yeah. guess. <laughs> hey, I if, guess. Rule 34, if Rule 34 exists, I mean, that can exist too. Anything's possible, dude. We're in the 2000s, so <laughs> olvídate. So we have a special movie in store, but before we do that, you know, I want to give out some shout outs, give out some love to some peeps out there. So ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for the shout out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the first shout out I want to give out to uh, be watch rewatch uh, these these peeps. Uh, one, I want to give some love because they gave us an, an a review, an awesome review on um, what's that called? Apple Podcasts, right? Is that how? Yeah. how yes, yes, Apple, because you can't do that on Spotify. It's so weird that they don't let you do that shit. But Wait, on Spotify, yeah, they they just they don't let you get uh, do like reviews comments and shit like that on spotify all you could do is follow but on apple Podcasts, you can do that you could actually leave a review saying i love this show or i don't here's a five star or two star whatever Mm. but yeah but this podcast i actually went up i checked out one of their episodes and it was the um, uh this movie called thanks killing have you ever heard of that movie thanks killing yeah no it's 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 a killer turkey that kill that basically kills. <laughs> and there's this stupid ass scene in the movie where <laughs> he kills someone and he puts their face on the on his on his on the turkey's face. So the people show up at the house and he pretends he's them and they believe he's the person because he's wearing the face mask. The turkey kills this girl's dad skins his face like leather face and puts it over his turkey beak so when the kids come over to see the girl at the girl's dad's house it's the turkey with the dad's face over him yes you said it all confusing i I probably did yeah and and it's like a 10 minute scene and they buy it and they buy it they believe it yeah and there's there's this these these two guys that are friends in the movie and the 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 one one of the guys dies and it's like a good five minute like <coughs> i'm dying he's like oh don't worry buddy don't worry and then when he dies there's this weird scene where it's him and he's like this is my best friend we are, it's like a long like a two minute song of them just running around skipping laughing having a good times about being like this is a legit movie bro oh my god <laughs> 
So I know this movie, so it made me want to check out their podcast. And they talked, like, you know, they did the show. So, but yeah, for giving us that awesome review, I wanted to give them a shout out. So uh, let me say it again. It's B dot or period watch rewatch on Instagram. It's uh, they have a podcast. You can check them out. Um, so yeah. So once again, thank you. I'm sorry. I can't remember your guys's names right now. Um, I think the, the gummy kicked in. So I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I love when he kicked. Don't you like it when he kicks in? Yeah. So, so I, I, I can't remember their names right now. So yeah. So that's, that's the shot I want to give. Don't you write it down? Um, no, Did you write I, it down no, I didn't. I'm looking at their, <laughs> at their Instagram but there's nothing it just says love btv and movies so do we like a lot listen to our podcast be watch rewatch to relive recap and review some of those lost gems of our past so um but they don't have their names listed there with me i just i i have our names so people can be like santos freddy and we're tagged but yeah so check them out all right ladies and gentlemen this movie this pick this week freddy picked it we I don't remember what episode it was, but all I see is is a naked girl in the background as we record. Because with Freddie, his setup, he had it's him, and in the background is a TV, and I just see like this naked girl, and I was like, "The hell are you watching?" And then he's like, "Oh, it's Creep Show," and I'm like, "Oh," and then we, you know, so he's like, "You know what? Hey, can we do that movie?" I'm like, "Yeah." So this is it, man. We're gonna do some Creep Show. So so I'll I'll let uh, Freddie take it away as to. Why Creepshow? Well, you know what? Creepshow was uh, one of those cool 80s movies that I grew up with my brother. My brother and I were, were always going to movies. Yeah. Funny because I, I was, what, I'm two years older than him? Two years? Yeah, three. Two or three. So I would probably sneak him in with, with would sneak in the movies. But uh, Creepshow was uh, a really cool movie that I did enjoy growing up. And then... Uh, you know, of course, Stephen King, the mastermind behind that one. And it became a creep show was like a comic book. And it was cool to see it come in the big screen. So the comic book would come into life. And yeah. the stories would come into the big screen with not cartoons, but with real actors and, you know, like a full on movie. But um, yeah, I was watching it and I haven't seen this movie in a long time. And it just brought back a lot of... Uh, the nostalgia of watching a Stephen King movie, especially Creepshow. Yeah. When did you see it? I saw this. Did I see it when it? God, it was, you know, it was weird because growing up, I mean, this movie came out in 1982. 82. I was 12. Yeah. So, yeah, I was really interested in those horror movies of, of that time. You know, I would go to my neighborhood movie theater. And back then you would see the poster and there may be two black and whites of the film. So yeah. I would just sit there and just watch. And they had like, you know, uh, pictures of uh, the certain stories because there's, I think there's what, three stories or four in this film? Mm. This one only has three. The three. first okay, one yeah. has five. <clears throat> right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now we're doing, now I got confused. Are we doing Creep Show 1 or Creep Show 2? What did you watch? <laughs> I watched, I've seen both of them. So, but the one with, re, if we're revisiting Creepshow, that's the first one. But if, you know. No, well, I'm, 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 my, I'm under the impression we're doing part two because that's the one you were watching. Oh, okay. And fine. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I'll, I, because that's the one I watch. See, for me, because I know you asked me, oh, when did you watch this? See, 
like I've, I've pointed out many times before, I was never a fan of horror films, right? And when it came to this one and the first one, I've actually seen those when I was young um, because <clears throat> okay. they've had they've they've had so many like memorable stories that they've always stood out with me. So Creepshow mm-hmm. were those like very small select of 80s horror films that I actually grew up watching. Now, not all the time, but when especially on TV, when it was on, I would watch it. So I know I've seen part one and two a lot. Now, I can't give you a time frame, but. I saw it okay. when I was young. So this, yes, yeah. So the first one came out in 1982, and the second one yes. came out later in 1987. Now I was already 17. So yeah, it was a it was, was a, it was a big on. pass. Yeah. So I did see Creepshow two okay. in the movie theaters. I remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, in Southgate at the Allen Theater on Tweedy Boulevard. People are gonna go, <laughs> oh my god! It's still there that theater, by the way. Oh really? That's awesome. Yeah. And the record store that I would buy my first records, like my Duran and Depeche Mode. Yeah. The record store was n- next to the Allen Theater, so that was my '80s movie theater to go to to watch like Creep Show. Yeah, this of course. One of them. Yeah, this is one of them that I got to see there. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, like with this one, um. I honestly, I wish I could remember like how, how, when I first saw them, like, that's the one thing when it comes to these memories, I, I don't know. I just know it's like the thing that really stuck out to me about creep show with both one and two. The first one is the one <clears throat> where, where it's actually Stephen King where a meteor lands yes. and he touches it and he's yes. like, ow. And then from there, like moss starts to grow and it basically completely covers his whole body. That one I always remember. And then the second one, the one I always remember when it comes to is freaking the raft. The raft is always stood out Mm -hmm. to me. And that's that's probably the naked woman you saw from the raft. No, it was the hitchhiker. Because remember, she's cheating. Oh, yeah. On her husband. uh, And she. she, We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into it. So. All right. So real quick, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you a little bit of a. Um, information on these films. So Creepshow, as Freddie pointed out, Creepshow 2 was released in 1987. The huge difference between these films is that, okay, so with the first film, you had the, you could say like the godfather of zombies. Um, George A. Romero directed the first one and the screenplay was written by Stephen King. Uh, so you had that collaboration of these horror icons come on and do this you know this movie in even stephen king freaking wrote one now when it came to creep show 2 george a romero did not uh direct this one uh michael excuse me i'm sorry uh gonick he directed this so it wasn't it wasn't george a romero but he did write the screen the scheme the screenplay and a lot of the story, the stories were based off of Stephen King's stories. So that's where you had it. And in which originally this film was supposed to have five tales. The first film, it's an anthology series, uh, uh, an anthology movie. And what it is, is there's all, there's a main story, but within the stories, they give you these short little tales. So it's kind of like, you know, the Twilight Zone uh, movie that had like all these little tales. Um, so that's what it is. It's an anthology of all these different stories. The first film featured five tales where this one only featured three, but they were supposed to have uh, five stories. One of them 
was used in another movie called Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, and it was called The Cat from Hell. And then another one that was just budgetary reasons, too expensive to film, was Pinfall. Pinfall was the next film where it's like these guys and they're bowling and ghosts and murder. Uh, mm. I don't know. And that one they they never they never got to do that uh those two so they just left it at three stories the first story is called old chief woodhead this this story is like kind of like you could say a revenge tale the second one is the raft the raft is the one that i know very well it's basically these kids they're all on a raft in the middle of the lake we'll get into more detail and the last one is the hitchhiker so in between these three stories there's a main um, story that takes place where it actually starts off with the creeper who um, honestly is just like compared to yeah. the, the creeper from the first film to this one. It's it's more animated because he's moving around played by Tom Savini, but not as scary. It looks more comical. The first one was fucking scary. Like, yeah. oh, but the poster for this post, th- this is the one thing I do remember early 80s. In the video store, I hated walking through the section that had the horror films because the box covers always scared me. But this one, this box cover always freaked me the fuck out, bro. Like I, I, I like you look at the poster, right, of the creep show. It's it's I guess it's supposed to be like the creeper, the the, the ghoul. He's sitting in a in a in the back of a movie theater seat. And he's pointing at the screen. You can see like spider webs and stuff. And it's all darkly lit. But then you see everybody sitting in the audience. It's dark. And you see like these two legs. And that always freaked me out because movie theaters are dark. Like you're sitting there. And what if what if the monster's in the back right there? Hell, that scary scene from uh, The Blob where it attacks everybody while they're watching a movie. It's like a vulnerable spot where you're enjoying your, your space. And you got this scary monster. So this poster always used to freak me out for part two. But yeah, so... You know what? It's it's interesting you bring that up because growing up, the art was so important. And now that I'm older and I've been doing, you know, graphics and stuff, I'm still so like, like you said, this poster scared me too. Like it, I just would look at it. People today are like, ah, that doesn't look scary. But for us, it was because we never seen anything like that. You see, you know, yeah, it just created created the curiosity to go and see this film. And that's what that's what I love about the 80s. And then yeah, as, soon as, as soon as you would walk out of a movie theater and you would see the other, you know, you would see the movie guy put another poster. I would just love and sit there and watch him put a new new poster up of what was coming up. See, but yeah, there's the, an art, man, that's lacking with course. today's posters. Of course, too much. It's, I think it's too much, bro. I think I think like simple simplicity, like, look, you look at that creep show. Oh, it's creep show, too. It says, you know. What does it say here? It says, when the curtain goes up, the death begins. And at the bottom, good to the last gasp. You know, that was it, you know. And and I don't know. It's just today. Yeah, but the art, look at that. The art of the the, the freaking skeleton pointing. Yeah, it's classic, people. bro. It's, it's classic. And like, yeah, that's why I love and then, it. And then I just noticed about those two feet. Yeah, the legs, right? There's someone dead. Yeah. See? And all these people have no clue. They're just sitting there watching the movie. Like, they're all going to die. Like, that just always looks scary. But the art is beautiful. It's all done. It's a, it's like a, it's a painting. 
It's yeah, not it's digital. Hard, it's I not a it. photo. It's a painting. And so much posters from the 80s. That's why I love Drew Strazen. Uh, his art are my favorite paintings that exist out there of movie posters because his he's the one that did like all the Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Police Academy, and especially my favorite, the Back to the Future posters because that guy would do like airbrush, color pencils, like, and you could go on his website and buy some original prints. Um, but yeah, it's like I love his artwork and his stuff. It was art. He did the like the Muppet posters, like they're they're so beautiful. And now a lot of posters we have, they're just photographs or they're they're di- it's digital. They're it's digital. digital. Not, look, it's digital art. It's digital media, which you can do much more and faster. Look, look. Yeah, right that's now, what I, it is. But look, the time. Look, I was able to work for um for Fox for a few years color correction and we would get the prints from the actual art director of the movie that was coming in and do we did all of them like all the james bond and all you name it whatever fox owned we did it and to do them in dvds and i was always so impressed that i would see the master prints of these posters that then they're going to go out to massive media for massive display in the stores and everywhere yeah like you know and now i mean paper I mean, a lot of people don't appreciate paper anymore because we were now a visual, digital, uh, uh, social uh, generation. So now we see, you know, a 4K printing of something on on, on our phones because, yeah. but back then you had posters, you had, you know. But they would really draw, they would paint. That's the thing. Um, like, like, okay, you got like, uh, like I just put movie posters on Google and like the first three posters, one is the new Aladdin movie. Then you got uh, Black Panther and then the Avengers Endgame. All three of those are digital, but they're the image, the live action images of them that they just paste them, whatever. I mean, if they're drawn, they're fucking badass. I didn't know that. But to me, they just look like paint. The next one is the Joker. It's literally, they use the still from the movie and use that as the poster. Then you start going down and you see like, you know, uh, get out. Uh, that's a, just an actual picture. The um, another Hamilton, another picture, like you're going down all these posters and you're like, okay, Dunkirk. It's another picture of, a, you know, whatever. But then here, I'll look back to the future, an actual drawing, a painting. It's like, Oh, the Harry Potters, Drew Strazen did those. Um, Jaws, the one of the most famous one. All of those weren't actual pictures. I love. See, that's what I love. I love the art side of a movie poster. There can be some cool ones that have a cool picture. Like I like the design of Pulp Fiction because it's supposed to be like the you know the pulp pulp comics, right? The like the the comics where it had all those Pulp Fiction, you know, s- the stories, mm-hmm. and um that that one looks cool because it, it's made to look like that, like the comic, um the all the Pulp Fiction. So there's stuff like that. There's there's cool little ones like that, but then there's other ones where you just look at it and it's like, okay, like what's so special about that? It's just they just took a picture of like, oh, like Black Swan right here. It's like it's Natalie Portman as the Black Swan. Cool, but where's the design behind it? Where's the the, the art? So I don't know. Well, that's why that's why we like to revisit and go back to the 80s to bring up all that. But yeah, you know, so I mean, going back to creep show two in how you viewed it what was uh 
So the one that caught your attention was the raft. It was always the raft, bro. Why? Why? Because, see, that's the one thing I like about this monster. <clears throat> it was like, as much as like I wish we got an explanation, it was left a mystery. Like I, that's why it's like it stands out. Like, what is that? Where did it come from? Is it is it uh something from uh, not this earth? What is it? An old creature from this earth? Like, what the hell is that thing? I want to know. And and like it, what what does it burn your skin off like acid? Does it just peel it off? Does it pull it off like? You know, and that's that was the thing that always stood out to me was because of that weird oil slick that was around, you know, and and it's like when I was doing audiobooks uh back when I would I would I would listen to them all the time. I purposely bought the skeleton, I think it's called the skeleton crew, uh or key. Um and that that uh book it's a series of short stories by Stephen King. But it features the raft. So I specifically bought that one because I wanted to hear the raft. Of course, I listened to the other stuff. But the raft is what got my attention because I know books and the media you see on film TV. It's always different. So let me tell you the differences between the novel and, and the raft. Pretty much they're almost like identical from off the page. The only difference is this. So... They focus more on on the sludge that swims around. They when they stare at it because it's like a weird oil slick. It gives this beautifulness of like colors, vibrant colors, like almost rainbow. When you know when you look at oil on the floor and it's yeah. wet, it yeah. gives that like and and and, and it, effect. it it encapsulates you. Right? Is that a correct word? It like it, it hypnotizes you. There you go. You're looking at it. It hypnotizes you, and you get so lost in it that it basically just like. It makes you fall over into it. That's the way it gets you. So that's why, like the like, they focus more on that. They kind of make a small mention of that with the first girl because she's just staring at it and she's like, "Oh wow, it's like so beautiful." And then she like touches it, and that does happen in the novel where she's just like amazed by it and thinks it's beautiful that she decides to touch it and it eats her. Um, the only other difference is. It's actually it's two the ending and the part with the guy. Okay, so when the guy in the freaking yellow speedos when they gets his leg and it eats him and he dies, the last two are left on there. At one point they take turns watching while the other one gets to rest as as much as possible. Then at one moment she says, uh, "I you know what I I'm gonna stay up with you and keep watch with you." So they're sitting together and they end up you know having sex. Well, while they're having. Uh. While they're oh, having Jesus. sex, yeah. Oh, is it? You gotta always like you're in a death situation. You're like, man, I gotta get one in before I die. <laughs> right? I, I can't believe. It. <laughs> hey, you gotta sell popcorn and tickets. Yeah, I guess so, right? And then, um, so with that one is uh, after while they're you know he the guy is so lost in his uh, you know happiness and his he's distracted basically by his pleasure, um the character her her hair falls <laughs> over the raft so the thing grabs her hair and then gets on her face and he freaks out so he basically just kicks her over the side so she could basically like die fast so yeah so he like just kicks her in and then and and then here's here's the main big difference is in the movie you see the guy jump in the water he takes that opportunity to to swim 
He makes it over the edge. He's like, hi, I beat you. I beat you. And that thing basically does like a wave and gets him. Yeah. Oh. In the book, what happens, he doesn't jump. He doesn't go for it. He, he sees that he gets eaten and he's just standing there and he gets to the point where he starts losing his mind. He, um, he starts to like seeing like he, uh, you know, going crazy, del- delirious. He gets delirious. And at one point he, uh, he just like, fuck it. Like he gives up. He looks at the, at the creature or the, whatever the hit. And he starts looking at the hypnotizing colors and he starts to believe Maybe that's going to take away the pain. I get so lost that it's like when I get eaten, I, it doesn't even hurt. So he's like, <laughs> fuck it. So he starts staring at it, and then that's that's it. And you just know. It's like, okay, so he's basically going to kill himself. So, yeah. So that's the difference between the novel and the story. <laughs> I'm, laughing. I'm laughing because I'm I'm viewing. See, the audience, if you, if you have camera, if you could only see us, I'm viewing him. And because you took that thing, you took a oh the gummy. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of just like just I don't know. You just look like you're just enjoying it, trying to you know get it out. You're just <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably more focused now. <laughs> yeah, you're not, but it's funny because I'm seeing you. You're you're just oh, you're funny anyway. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> people are going, "What the hell? These the idiots?" Uh, or anyway. Um, you know what? That one too, the raft. That one uh, really did scare me because during that time we would go out to the lake and we went camping a lot. Yeah. So after watching that, and I would go to my family outings with my 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 dad, God rest his soul. Yeah. And we would end up at those you know lakes, and sometimes I would be like, "Oh, there's a raft there." No, I don't feel like going to the raft and being stuck out there. <laughs> funny because you start thinking about that, and then you start thinking like, "What's under the water?" Or what could it be? You know, you start getting all scared. And but uh, yeah, that always that's one of the scariest thing is the unknown. And like when I would be in a pool or like you know whatever, we would go to lakes and shit. Like it's dark in the water what if there's something there <laughs> and then sometimes you go under and you open your eyes and it looks oh my god you can't yeah even, it's it's just mud it's it's whatever is under there if you're in a river or, or a lake it's just i mean if you're in a clear lake you see the clear water but if you're like in a you know something like that you look yeah. down it's not very clear you don't know what so it's like <laughs> that's why i would just go in there and not even think about that because you know your mind goes you go crazy yeah so, so the raft, the raft. Yeah. yeah, the raft. I mean, it's it's like like I said. All right, look. If I if I want to put these in a category of where they stand, I put the raft first. The second one is the old chief statue thing, and then the last one has to be the hitchhiker. I felt the hitchhiker is the weakest one. You know, it's funny too. Yeah, I thought about that the other day when I watched it. And I was like, wow. The category, the most, the strongest one was the raft. Uh-huh. Uh The chief. Let's talk about the chief. All what right, let's yeah. talk about that. But let's <laughs> yeah, not leave the that chief, up. man, or else he's gonna come after us and uh, slice. Yeah, I don't want to die. <laughs> you know, we're gonna get decapitated or the way they used to do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the first, I think, the first of uh, the three films, short stories, uh-huh. keep show, is the chief one. That's the one that starts off. Yeah, the chief one is the first one that starts yeah, off yeah. that. Yeah, so you see, you know, the creeper, you know, and it's always like that scene, you know, it's in the town and you see this truck coming in 
and it's in and you hear this laugh (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh like oh man that sounds creepy already and then the his name johnny the little boy the little character i believe so johnny hello johnny god you're here early yeah for the creep show you're here for some papers or something like that (laughs) here and then he throws you know the kid's like yeah 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 so and then he throws the um the book is that the he throws the book yeah well the comics basically yeah the comics he throws the comics and then the kid gets a hold of the comic and then it starts off with reading the first page and it starts off with that the chief i hope i'm right I'm getting confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yes. the chief- see, this, this is why I'm getting confused. I get confused within the one with, with Steven Spielberg coming in, and it's the one with the meteor. Yeah, see, that's the one thing. Like, when I was going to watch the second film, I, I, I had – because my wife knows. She's, she's all about horror, and she's watched these. And I asked her, I'm like, hey, the one with Stephen King, when he touches the – is that – is it this one? She's like, no, that's part one. I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, because the, with I always get them confused because I thought the chief one was in part one, and I thought the the one you just mentioned with Stephen <laughs> King with the was in part two. Wow, because, people are going, people are going. Equally, forget it. if I want to get a review on these guys movies. Pendejos. I know. <laughs> no, but uh, you know what? It's interesting. It's interesting that this is happening because I've just seen them, and I still can't put. Yeah. What starts switching together? I mean, it's just so weird. It's hard, it's hard to put them together as one. Um, with the first one, like, all right, let's talk about the chief O'Hare. Chief. It's it, the the story is is simple. It's this old rundown town already where it used to be thriving, and there's a, a general store that's still there, and they're like, the wife is very much like, let's just give up, let's leave this place. Let's just close the store. And he has like faith. No, it's going to be a turnaround. We're going to be different. Like, I mean, we're going to make money. And he's so much into this statue of this. uh, It's the chief. It's a chief statue. Like, like, um, uh, I forget what they're called, but it's a, it's a native American. It's an Indian. Yeah. And, and, and the actor is, his name is George Kennedy. You've seen him in many eighties films. Great grandpa. He looks like a grandpa. You know, the couple looked like a cute white grandpa and grandma couple who, you know, are living in the last of their years. You know, the town is now alone. And the only ones who are there are the Indians who pretty much are left and that's it. No one else is coming in. So they're like, just, Cute, you know, just old guys, old, old, old families just trying to get yeah. by. But the wife has a different viewpoint because the husband is very much he's giving. He loves to give and he ends up giving uh, like he always helps them out. So like the Native Americans, when they show up, she thinks they're going to beg and ask for more free stuff while he, he ends up showing up. And he's like, look, we've we don't want to be beggars that like that that basically looks makes us look bad or not look bad but like it's it's not good they don't want to be seen as that that's not their people that's what he says he goes we want we so we are giving this so we are borrowers so it's like once we repay our debt you will give us back you know this this amazing jewelry and so that that's the reason why it gives them he's like oh okay so they they're like man this is worth a lot of money and they're happy the wife changes her mind about it and when they're gonna go back in close up shop when the the tribe the old man when he leaves 
his grandson is there with these freaking punks who the grandson uh, God God, that guy that guy's a punk he had long hair his hair was like oh this is gonna get me to hollywood my hair is gonna get me to hollywood yeah <laughs> what he looks like he reminds me of another actor dude i forgot what his name but who was like the actor was his name what was it well his name is it says it's halt mccannily right but uh... here's the thing though let's see full bio he is because he is not native american dude they literally of course probably bro that's what i'm thinking i was like this he did he did not know native american by the way no to me you know who you know who he looks like i don't know if you know a band called typo negative he looks like the lead singer peter Steele. he passed away but he that's who i that's where my song of the week is gonna go (laughs) but yeah like this guy looked like just ah they 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 did the blackface basically on this guy. Um, so he has that, and then some fat, like stupid, typical, like, <laughs> like almost bird you, bird. <laughs> you always have to have that goofy dude there. It's like, hey, how are you, Bill? Hey, yeah. Yeah, let's do this, man. Take their money. Yeah, let's do this. Fuck and yeah. because they're fat, they're always about food. Because when they start robbing the place, he's all taking all the candy and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's dragging the yeah, the Hershey's and the yeah. And then, and then you the, see the greaser guy, the cool, I'm um, right. the cool greaser, like bird, bird. And these guys are basically robbing the place, trying to take everything they want. While while there's a robbery, because they're gonna go to Hollywood. The stupid fake freaking Native American guy, he wants to be a, a, a movie star. So he ta- he talks about his hair, says he's gonna make me a lot of money, better, better. And during like this one part where his wife the old man's wife is next to him and he has a shotgun on her. He shoots her. And then that's when the old man like, hey, bird, bird, my wife, Martha, then, Martha. Oh, yeah. I was so sad. Poor man was like, Martha. Oh, you shot Martha. And then they shot him and he dies. Oh, and then his, the way he died too, he's like, Oh, and then he's like, Oh God damn it. You're right. When they shot her, it's like, it didn't even look like a gunshot. And then she's like, I was like, it was a long ass death. <laughs> that was one thing I didn't notice. I did notice it. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice that death was very just, I don't know, fake 80s type of like, oh, yeah. Like, but see, those are things I'm catching. I'm catching now as I'm seeing because I'm like, wow. <laughs> I actually rewind. I rewound it. Rewinded it. No, rewinded it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I rewinded it in. <laughs> Rewinded it in. That's what I, I always call it. That's how I call it with my kids. Like uh, we gotta dude, rewind it in. Híjole, man. Lo hice, lo dije, lo hice adrevés. Um, <laughs> and I, I was just, that was a funny scene. Yeah, but yeah. She, <laughs> so the guy, the Mister Long Hair. Hold on, real quick. I gotta cut you off because hold yeah, on, yeah. my kid. <laughs> All right, and we're back. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, so where were you? I don't know, man. I I think we were talking about. Uh, well, we're, yeah, still, we're, we're still we're still on the chief. Yeah, so we're still on the chief, but we're talking about the uh, assassination gunshot. Of the, the, oh my of, gosh, it was so bad, dude. It was bad. Like that's the one thing about this movie, is that the the acting was Martha. not superb. Martha, oh Martha. 
yeah, Martha died. She yeah. and, then, and then the guys, and then the uh, Mr. Longhair Hollywood shot the, the old man. Yeah. And then that was it. So then what they did was they took his grandfather's tra- um, jewelry. Uh, the jewelry, everything. yeah, they took it. So, but guess what happened? Well, that's the thing that the reason why I guess they got shot was because they were fighting over that jewelry. Exactly. So as they were fighting over the jewelry... So that's what caught that's what really set all of this to happen. And in the beginning of the story, this old man is very much about tending to this this statue that was outside. And he's like painting his war paint and all of that. And he doesn't get to finish. So when they take off, the paint t- tips over and this statue comes to life. And it goes after and it's quick. Like if they don't waste any time. It goes to kill these freaking um the guys and it's like the first one is that stupid fat guy gets like what three arrows into the chest yes and then they then they kill the greaser guy who's the <laughs> the car and like he, when he gets in the garage to take off on the car to pick everybody up the car is destroyed and this is one of those off off what is it called off scene kills where you don't see the death but you see it in the shadow Yes. And but that's the one thing. If I'm in the if I'm if I'm in a garage and something pops up behind me, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to scream. I'm going to freak out. And he doesn't get scared at all. He's just like the all you see is the shadow, him turn around and he chokes them. And then that's it. Sorry. It's baby time. <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, even though, like, the death happened, guy doesn't freak out. And then the last one, he fights him in his trailer park, and it basically scalps him. It's, like, quick. Like, that's why they, these deaths, they don't waste any time. It just well, happened they, like they had to. It had to be 24 hours because, you know, the sun goes up, and then the, the shadow, the, the statue had to go up and be a statue back in time. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was running out of time. So, I don't know how long it took those guys to try to steal all that, but I think it was, like, after closing time. So, I think it was 10 o'clock, you know. Grand well, that's clock. the thing. It was daytime when the guy drove off, and when he gets inside, it's dark. You never know, dude. <laughs> He's an old man. It took him a while to walk into the house. Yeah, by the time he walked in, yeah, yeah, it's too not. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not that Turn on the lights. It was the daylight savings. <laughs> oh, moving an hour ahead. Yes. <laughs> by the and way, then, did you do that? That's that's what I feel weird. Did today was that? Well, we we. I mean, I I didn't. Everybody did it. <laughs> of course, then I know everybody did, but. Oh, well, here's the thing. I rely on my phone for like an alarm clock and everything. So that automatically did it. But I already changed it on the microwave. So and I'm going to have to change it in my car. But other than that, everything else is automatic because we don't have any clocks on the wall or anything. So Uh, every clock on the computer, on our phones, my Apple Watch, it changes automatically. So I didn't have to worry. Yeah. So, I mean, well, back then they they, they did have clocks. So uh, the chief... I mean, the uh, <laughs> he had to make it quick because he had to be a statue early in the morning. Yeah. And the old man shows up and he sees like the scalp of the guy that because he got scalped holding it blood. And the Native American just says, something, I don't know what he says. And he gets in his car and takes off. He's like, fuck this. I'm, I don't want to see. I don't know what's going on. He didn't even go inside to check what happened. He didn't need to. He was like, I'm not going to go in. There's the chief. You know, this guy already, you know, he's like, I'm not going to get my my head chopped off. 
because when he visited earlier, he like kind of saluted it or something, and then yeah. he saw it moved, and even he was yeah. like, "All right, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here." <laughs> He's like, "I don't want to deal with this. I'm out of here." <laughs> and then that was it, and that's the end of that one. That was the and end of that one. And then the raft. Well, basically, by me giving the description of what's different, that's pretty I much. Mean, that was we the gave end of that the whole one. thing. The only thing is dumb is the beginning. I hate. I I hate it because it's like. Who the hell is gonna? Uh, I'm not gonna drive 50 plus miles to go swimming in the middle of nowhere. The only reason they're going there because the guy went on a field trip and he's like, "Oh yeah, my geography. I saw this lake from afar. We're like, we should go there." Because the guy's like, "It better be worth it. I just drove 50 miles worth of gas." Oh, it's easy. White people do that. I have white friends who do that. I'm Mexican. They're like, "Hey, let's go 50, 100 miles to go in a lake." Ah, you go. I'm not gonna go. I gotta. I gotta pull over here. Yeah, hey, pa' qué? Yeah, pa' qué? I'm <laughs> not gonna a, go over there. You're going to get killed or you're going to get... imagine being a kid and telling your mom and dad, oh, there's this one. We go swimming, but it's 50 miles away. My dad, but it's not loco. <laughs> you're like, hey, where, where are we going? Where are we going? No, 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 no. Here's a pool right here. Here's there. Ahí está. <laughs> Ahí está <la> verga. <laughs> exactly. My white friends. Hey, mom, we're going to go to the lake. Okay. Have fun. See you later. <laughs> you're right. We're not. My dad's not going to want to drive 50. The only dude, thing be we crazy, would do dude, that be crazy. if we were going to the beach at most, but that's yeah. different. There'd be times when I'd be, dude, aren't you going to call your mom? He's like, ah, she, I'm like, God, my mom would be like, where, where have you been? Why haven't you called me? <laughs> dude, I would get, oh, I remember those days, man, when I had to be like, hey, hold on. I got to call my mom because we're going to go somewhere else. Because my mom is like, okay, you're going to go, you're going to Nelson's house. That's what I know. But if you're going to leave and go to someone, I better know. Because all I know is you're you're there. So I had to call her, Mom, we're going to end up going to blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay. That, I hated that. Always had to check, especially with my dad, dude. So stupid, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, that's the way it was, man. But hey. yeah, my, my white friends, man, they had freedom. To, I, I, my mouth would just drop. Of just oh, dude, that was always I'd crazy like, when I saw that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, these are the kind of people that would go to a lake like that. And yeah. Out. So I, like, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. They go to a lake far away where there's no security. There's no, there's no a lifeguard. Nothing. Nothing. And no one knows they're there. No one knows is there only nature. And then they go before winter break. So why? It's like it's so stupid. It's crazy, bro. It's even locals. like, hey, hey, it's cold out. Oh, the locals. I'm like, forget it. I'm, I'm gonna going. Get, that's why if my friends say, hey, we're gonna go to this lake. It's October. I'm not gonna go yeah. in the water. You want to film this movie? I'm not gonna be in the movie like that. So cold, forget it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're gonna, they're gonna uh, but we're gonna pay you whatever. Well, how much? All right. How much? I'll jump in. Where's my Where's my shorts? I'll be back. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not a pendejo. I, I better get merch. Merch. <laughs> the, merch yeah, percentage. The raft plus me. <laughs> plus me. I started the guy. I, I gotta make money, man. I gotta yeah, money. I gotta make my monies. You know, hey, it's after the pandemic. I'm broke. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you'll get me in the water. So, yeah. And, and then the last one, it's called The Hitchhiker. And like I said, we mentioned it. it starts off with this. this. Well, she's cheating, but she's not cheating with a guy who's like a boyfriend or a co-worker. No, this is a, he's an escort. He's a prostitute, a male prostitute. Dude, that was like, that was so popular in the 80s, bro. That's what they brought. They made it like that because. I think escorts are being used in the eighties because in the eighties, come on, man, they had money, Coke, everybody was making money, you know, everybody's Coke out of their butt. Yeah. 
you know, and they're like, yeah, I, I need a so not a guy. <laughs> yeah, no, and then this lady seemed like her husband was like a big time guy yeah. and this and that, and so a she lawyer. Wasn't, yeah, so she, of course she wasn't getting any nalgas from him, so. <laughs> He had yeah. to go find an escort, a young escort, and the escorts, you know, that's what they're there for. That's there's exactly. a business for that. I knew a friend who was an escort dude. He wanted oh, me really? to join in. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted, he wanted me to, to join. join. Yeah. yeah dude. Imagine Freddy Devotional. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I try to tornillo. <laughs> oh man, dude! Oh, I know. They, for the- who, did you, who, who did you hire? Oh my god, I hired this one guy. His name is Devotional. He looks like Dave Gone. <laughs> <laughs> he, he swings from he swings from one to the other. <laughs> How much does he charge? I don't know, but he loves it when he he charges one oh one dollars. Yes, and he plays and he plays strip. So. Yeah, he does. He, he wears the white jeans. <laughs> yeah, so this lady was, yeah, she was one of those, man. Yeah. You know, she wasn't getting it from her husband, so she wouldn't, and, you know, go ahead. Yeah, they even point out she had five orgasms with them because he's like, oh, $25 each. So that's, I guess, how much he cost. I know, right? It's like, you're like, you're, you're already like doing math. They're like, oh, how much is that? Okay. No. Oh, you know what's weird, bro? <laughs> you know what's so weird right now? <laughs> it just hit me. So she oversleeps. She she overslept, right? Right, right. So she's trying to work because, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be late. And she gets mad at him because he doesn't have an uh, a, like an analog clock. He has a new digital clock. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what that's what tripped me out. Too, and we were dude. just talking about that right now. That's what's right. crazy <laughs> about the analog and digital clocks. Right. And yeah. And she's upset with him. Because it's like, yeah, my I have a new job. He's like, you need to get your stuff. He's like, he's like, oh, why? It's like, these are better, 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 you know. And it's like, I guess they were new at '87 because he yeah, was, they, you know. And it was cool too because by his clock and in the background, he had like Stephen King novels. Like one of them I saw was uh, it. It said right there. I was like, oh, that's yeah. freaking badass. And it's because like yeah. I think the book came out like roughly around that time or a little bit before. So I was like, oh, that's genius, a little cool, genius. like, you know, it, little... isn't that cool that he was already promoting something that was going to come yeah. out? That's yeah, awesome. it was just like, it was awesome, you know, to see that. But so and then, her yeah, her going, she has to get home. Yeah, because her husband, she, yeah, because be like, her husband, I want some nalgas. Where are you? <laughs> and the whole time she's having that like dialogue in her head, like, what do I say? Oh, I'm sorry, I was with. Blood. Oh no, but we're gonna see him this Saturday, or maybe I was this and that. And then she even jokes about saying, like, oh, I was having sex with the with the prostitute, brother, brother, and so on and so forth. And then at one, you know, she's getting tired and she kind of she's smoking and she drops a cigarette and she's like, Oh, the man of the fire, and then she like swerving, and there's a guy in the road, a hitchhiker, and she hits him. And in that moment, she makes a decision. And she takes off, hit and run. And at, like, there's a cameo, Stephen King. He's the truck driver. He gets out. He's like, yeah, I saw this. This happens all the time. And there's this uh, a guy who's like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to call 911. So in which I think that was her husband. Um, So he wasn't far behind her. So she takes off and she's just saying the whole time um, it was an accident. Oh, you know what? He, it, it just came out of nowhere. Uh, can I live with this? Like, is this something I'll be okay with? And the, and at that point she sees the hitchhiker and the whole 
thing is just the hitchhiker chasing her. That's it. It's a, it's her trying to get away. Oh, what this. what is the hitchhiker saying to her? Thanks Every for time. the ride. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Lady. Thanks for the ride, lady. Oh, and it, and, God, oh, dude. And this guy, hitchhiker, man, I'm telling you. So she rams him again like she hits him, tries to get... And you're like seeing the brutal of just how just trying. And she has a Mercedes too. So that Mercedes, her husband's going to get pissed off because he's going to see that Mercedes all jacked up, you know? Yeah. Oh, and then she hits him again. And then she rolls down to like uh, down the hill. Yeah, she does. And she hits him right on the tree. So he gets stuck. He's stuck between. Here's the thing. Just real quick. That Mm. scene when they're going down the hill, like. At first, I was like, "Ah, oh, that 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 looks funny." Like, because I'm thinking it's a dummy or a mannequin, but the guy is actually moving. I was like, "Wow, that was a dangerous stunt." Where oh, totally. they're going downhill, and he's—I yeah. don't know—he's probably sitting on some contraction or something. But he's yeah. literally on in front of the hood. I was yeah. like, and and then that's, the, that's scary. And it's funny because they did several shots, like camera angles. Of yeah, that same shot over because they wanted to make sure you saw that, and it was a real dude hanging from the car. Yeah. But dude, in the '80s, dude, stuntmen, man, you don't you have no idea, man. Before all this new technology, but stuntmen, I mean, they still stuntmen today. But I mean, that's an incredible stuntman. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I was impressed, but it's cool because every single time, like he does not go away, he looks worse and worse, face ripped off, like bloody, and it's just an gets, arm, or yeah, just it just gets crazy just, bad. Just, Starts, you know, and it's funny because you get to see the '80s uh, heart effects, you know. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh man, the eyes like gushing out, or you know, it's like you start seeing veins and stuff. And then his voice is getting, "Thanks for the ride." Yeah, because he's basically losing the guy. His face is like ripped off completely, basically towards in the Sp- end. In, in Spanish, gracias por el drite, señora pinche. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah anyway and she gets home but she's like oh my i made no what did she say oh my husband there you go she's like i for out of all times this is the one time he's late like, oh like thinking like oh all of this for nothing because the husband was never there yeah, but it's funny but the, she arrive to the arrive home and her car's jacked you guys i mean the, this is a oh mercedes. yes this is a mercedes like oh you know back in the 80s 87 so it was an 18 1987 1987 mercedes it's all jacked up yeah <laughs> just thrashed yeah and and when she gets home she's like oh finally i made it and nope that guy comes out and he's like thanks for the ride that's where he looks the worst because it's basically like his mouth like this whole part of his face yeah, like is ripped bop. off Oh yeah. So no of, nose. You see kind of his eyes, but his no lips or anything. It was and no. then his voice, his vocals. It's like it wasn't clear. It's was like more messed yeah. up. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it grabs her, and and the garage closed doors. I mean, the yeah. the door closes on the closes. garage. Yeah. And, and that that's it. The and then you think it's over, but no, we get a shot of the husband showing up, and when he looks you see the wife dead and she's holding the sign that hit the hitchhiker said Dover and that's it. And then it ends and that's the end of it. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, and then, like I said, it's the weaker of the three. 
And then the main, I guess, story that plays through is this kid who's being bullied and he orders a Venus flytrap in like the, the in the that back so of the cool. book. Yes. And that's and then, cartoon version. This yeah. Is the cartoon version. Now. The cartoon. Awesome. It's, it's all done in animation in yeah, which beautiful. I have awesome. to say uh, some of the they can spend a little bit better time on some. Yeah, of, but it's old it's, school cartoon. I guess. Yeah, it's the 80s. It was old. Dude, it was old. Think about it, bro. It's old school. I mean, I appreciate it. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> no. But at the very end. Yeah, no, that's too much inking and shading. It's good. We, we don't have no more money for the budget. Go go put it. <laughs> but at the end, the he gets the upper hand and the Venus flytraps eat the bullies. And he's and the kids left alone. And yeah, so that's that's like kind of the whole thing of a creep show, too. I've always wanted to be a little kid like that kid right there right right like that like you envision like a bully or something and like you get yeah. the upper hand yeah i told you about that one bully that grabbed me and he put me behind the the, the bushes with a knife yeah is that that one during the no what i don't know what episode it was no, i've but... had i've had two bullies like that just like that i wish i had that kind of a yeah <laughs> a plant to eat his ass <laughs> yeah yeah. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So that was Creep Show for you. Hopefully, we gave you guys a good description on it. Two. Uh, two. Yes, Creep Show 2, 1987. Uh, well, before we go, I wanted I do want to give you guys song of the week. Now, because of that character in Creep Show 2, to me, honestly looked like Peter Still from freaking uh Typo Negative. My song of the week this week is coming from the band typo negative with the album off of bloody kisses this album was released in august 17th of 1993 so you got some you know early uh rock right there for you and i've given little teases to uh, i believe i did do summer breeze last time maybe i just thought of it but i know i posted songs recently but the song that i'm gonna give you christian woman and i love the song christian woman it's it's so great it's like a freaking amazing song um one thing about this band their songs are fucking like usually long like 10 minutes long and all of that so the song alone this song is nine minutes long it's a it's a long yeah but it's a good song so i'm not gonna give you the the bathroom you gotta go to the bathroom and listen to it and stay right there listen yeah because i think at the very towards the (laughs) end the song changes and he just basically starts saying like jesus christ looks like me you know so so yeah so there you have it ladies and gentlemen song of the week christian woman by the band typo negative off the album bloody kisses all right well before we go let's give some uh plugs here because freddie this guy is coming back, man. First show of 2021. Yeah, I'm actually going to be playing April 30th in Apple Valley, out in the Apple Valley in California <sighs> desert. April 30th, Devotion to Depeche Mode Experience, uh, open yeah. outdoor event. So still social distancing and all that. But, uh, I mean, it looks like things are opening. So that will be our first show. Tickets now on sale. You can get them on the Hilltop and Tavern website and on facebook and um that is it so far i mean so i'm happy about that so i'm getting ready getting ready to do that i just want to give you props for your promo bro like that shit was like legit like that felt real like off of an actual like epk set or something like a studio like this is what you would see on fucking k-rock when a k-rock was actually k-rock or something like that like goddamn like fucking this is good like 
It's, it looks like it's an actual ad for real Depeche Mode concert. Exactly. Like, and that that's like so good. He's like, you know, you know, first time 2021 celebrate with it's like reach out and touch. And I was just like, dude, it's I commercial is a promo. Yeah, but it's it's so well done. It's it's like <laughs> it's not cheap. It's like, hey everybody, yeah, my name's Hey, Freddy. I'm gonna get together and uh you know have some cocktails and listen. Yeah, so check me out because I'm Freddie. All right, like and that's it. No, it's like you know, it's I, I don't know, it's it's, just, it's it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Freddie Morales, yeah. formerly of Strange Love, you know, now devotion, and it just it goes on. It, it's, good. it's a, it was a good one. It was a good. So thank yeah, you, I just, thank you, I just want to give you some love about that. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right, well there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's been fun talking about Creep Show. Being confused, is it part one or is it part two? And then having a lot of love for the Wrath, but I think it's time that we get into our DeLorean and travel back to the future. her for she knows not what she does
she'd like to know has been a Brothers Bear Network production.